for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May you experience the peace of the Lord as you spend time in His Word today. Have any of you ever received detailed instructions before and wondered, do I really need to follow all these sets of instructions? Maybe we would have thought, oh, maybe not every detail is necessary. Is this all really necessary? When the instructions and commands come from God, the answer is always yes. Yes, we must follow all of His commands and all of His instructions down to every last detail. Why is this? Because there is always a very good reason and deeper meaning behind all of God's commands for us. They are always for our own good and point to what He is doing in the arc of redemption history. In today's passage, we see a continuation from yesterday's passage regarding the dedication of Israel's firstborn, both human and animals, to God. In addition, we see how God guided the nation of Israel out of Egypt with a physical manifestation of His power and why He took them on a certain route. So let's take a look at today's passage now. Exodus chapter 13 verses 11 through 22. After the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you, as He promised on oath to you and your ancestors, you are to give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock belong to the Lord. Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey, but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem every firstborn among your sons. In days to come, when your son asks you, what does this mean? Say to him, With a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed the firstborn of both people and animals in Egypt. This is why I sacrifice to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeem each of my firstborn sons. And it will be like a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with His mighty hand. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. Welcome back to Living Life. 
In today's passage, we see how the Lord gives the Israelites specific instructions on how and why they are to give their firstborn to Him. They are, so they are to set apart and give all the firstborn males of clean animals to the Lord. Clean animals were cattle, sheep, and goats. So the firstborn males of these clean animals, their blood was sprinkled on the altar at the tabernacle, the fat of the animal was burned to the Lord, and the meat was given to the families for food. Now for the firstborn of unclean animals, like donkeys, God gives different instructions. For the firstborn of donkeys, also known as colts, they could be redeemed by a lamb or a young goat in its place, or else their necks had to be broken. So why does God command that the colts, the donkey babies, should be killed if they are not redeemed? At first glance, this may not seem important, but there is a great theological significance here. Donkeys, as unclean animals, could not be offered up as a sacrifice. The donkeys rightfully belong to God, but cannot be offered up to Him because they are unclean animals. So what to do with the unclean donkeys? Well, the Israelites had two choices. First, they could keep the donkey by redeeming it with a lamb. This meant the lamb would die in place for the donkey. It would be a substitute for the donkey. Now, if the Israelites didn't want to redeem the donkey by sacrificing a lamb, then they had to break the donkey's neck, killing it. You and I, all of us, because we are sinners, we are like the unclean donkey. We belong to God, but because of our sins, we are not acceptable to God. So there was only one choice. We could either be killed like the unclean donkey, or we could be redeemed. And God, out of His great love for us, He has chosen to redeem us by sending His one and only Son, Jesus, as the Lamb, the Lamb of God, who is perfect, spotless, and blameless. So Jesus stood in our place as the substitute he was sacrificed for us so that we would not be cut off, uh, no longer be destroyed, but we now have eternal life and heavenly inheritance as God's children. The, Isra the reason the Israelites were commanded to sacrifice the firstborn of the animals to God was also in remembrance of what God did. He spared the firstborn of all the Israelites when the angel of death passed over the houses that had the blood of the lamb on their doorposts. So the firstborn sons of the Israelites were to be bought back and be redeemed with five shekels. We also see in today's passage how God led them on a route to the promised land that was not the shortest or the most direct route. Why was that? It was because that route was directly through Philistine territory and the people were not ready for battle. If they were faced with warfare, they might have gotten discouraged and want to return Back to Egypt. So God anticipated these dangers. He knew them, knew all this, and He leads them on a safer route. Sometimes when God leads us in life, it may not be the shortest route, it may not even be the easiest route, but we can be certain that when we follow God, He is always leading us on the right path, this, the path that is best for us because our God wants what is best for us as He loves us as His precious children. God also showed His presence with the Israelites in a mighty and dramatic way, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. 
the people of Israel were given great assurance that God was with them. And this was a visible evidence for God's presence. For us today, we have the Holy Spirit with us to give us assurance that God is always with us. Jesus also made that promise to us that He is with us now and forever until the end of the age. Through today's passage, we can see how everything God commanded the Israelites to do was pointing to Jesus. Jesus was the perfect Passover lamb of God that was to die in our place. We are the unclean sinners who have now been made clean and purified by the blood of Christ. We can also see how God always keeps His word. He is always faithful even when we are unfaithful. Because our God is always for us and not against us, we can be sure that He always wants what is best for us as He leads us on the right path that leads to life. We just have to trust Him, obey, and follow His lead. Is there something that is preventing you from trusting in God today and following His lead? I want to encourage you to lay it down, submit to God's will, in your life and trust that even though it may be hard, even though you may not understand or it may not make sense at the moment, trust that God is leading you on the right path. It is the right path because it is God Himself who goes before us and leads us Himself, just as He led the Israelites through the wilderness with the pillar of cloud and fire. And it is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who leads us personally to the promised land of eternal life and rest in Him. So my brothers and sisters, let us faithfully follow the lead of Jesus today in our lives and submit and follow and obey His will. Let us pray. Father, we thank You for Your Word today by showing us that You knew beforehand that we would need to be redeemed by you, that we were unclean sinners, and that we could not come to you because of our great sin. But we thank you that you made a way, that you sent your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to be the perfect Passover lamb, to die in our place, so that now we are cleansed, purified, and made clean by his blood, and we can come into your presence and be your children. We pray that we can continue to follow all of your commands and instructions for us, even when they don't seem to make sense. Help us to trust in you, knowing that you want what is best for us, that you are leading on the best path that leads to life, and that you will be the one who strengthens us, that guides us, and helps us to persevere and endure no matter what comes our way. For you are the one who is leading us to the promised land. We thank you that you are the one who goes before us, leading us. And may we continue to submit to your will, obey, and follow. Uh, let Help us to let go and lay aside anything that is preventing us from submitting to you. We want to surrender our lives to you. We thank you and we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh uh-huh.